I think that this season I'm going to um, like fully immerse myself in the community because I haven't really had that luxury before. And I feel like obviously getting traded and, you know, it happening multiple times in the same season, it, it almost kind of makes you like more sheltered. Cause then I'd finally get to the place and I just be like, okay, unpack, like feel like I'm at home and then get right up and move again. So I feel like I really do want to like, just find those like local coffee shops and meet new people outside of hockey, like just really making it feel like home. I think my intention for this year is I'm going to be going back and forth a lot between home and Montreal. So to be fully present when I'm there and where I'm at, rather than thinking about what's happening back home or I'm going to be busy with school. So when I get down to Montreal to like make the most of my time with the girls there, with the community, with Mitchell and just focus on being fully present because we are in a situation where this is a one-year contract and I think we'll meet a ton of people and it'll kind of be a crazy season. So just focus on the building those relationships no matter where we are or he is. And yeah, just being fully present in the hockey world. You're listening to Breaking the Ice Podcast, a podcast I created for wives and girlfriends of pro hockey players. My name's Devin Dodero. I'm the wife of Charlie Dodero. We have two dogs, a little boy Crosby, and a baby girl on the way. We spent eight months of the year living the hockey life in Europe, but we've also spent about five seasons in North America. I've been around the block, sometimes just for a cup of coffee, but I wanted to share the tools, resources, and what's helped me along the way, while also learning every week from each and every one of you. In this podcast, we share tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things women, all things hockey, friendships, trades, long distance, moves, and life in general, so you don't feel so alone. So put your headphones in, go for a walk, and feel like you're sitting down with your best girlfriends. Oh, and make sure to follow the page on Instagram, Breaking the Ice Pod. Let's lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. This intro is going to be super short today because full disclosure, I forgot to record the intro for the week until the night before. I was like about to sit down and watch a show and then I was like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot to do this and upload the podcast for tomorrow. So here I am. I'm a human. So, but I did know that for this week's episode, I wanted to have my two friends, Brittany Wedgwood and Emma Winnetoy, on the podcast. If you listen to the podcast frequently, you know that Brittany and Emma are no strangers to being guests. Brittany was my co-host back in October of last year, and we had so much fun together, and we got really close virtually, and then it turned into us talking all the time, and then I got to meet both of them. Um, in Nashville at the retreat. And then Emma was one of the guests that Brady and I had on when she was my co-host. So those episodes are all back pretty much a year ago or almost a year ago from this time of the year. And I just love these girls so much when we met in Nashville. It was just the best time with them. I did not want to leave them. And now it makes me sad because we don't get to see each other all the time. It's just those 
friendships that just feel good. Um, so I really wanted to just have a fun, lighthearted episode today. And we talked about all the things we just caught up. We shared funny stories. We had a lot of laughs. And we also shared our intentions for the 2022-2023 hockey season. Before I wrap up this intro, I just want to remind you that I am now taking guests for the rest of the year. I'm scheduling out all of the guests in advance because I am due with baby number two at the end of this year. So I'm going to be batch recording and pretty much recording all of these in advance. And I want to just stay really organized because things are going to be busy. So if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, you can go to my website, fill out the guest submission form, and I will be in touch. So thank you so much for listening. I know there's a lot of places where you can listen to your podcast. So I'm happy that you are here today. And I hope you enjoy. Hey, guys. Why? Oh, my gosh. Why is your background all like... This is like portrait oh mode for Zoom. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm just trying to look my best self. I want you to have a full picture of me. Hold on, I'm just making a tea and then that will be less fun. I don't know how to change it. I mean, so funny. it looks good. I was going to say, it's like oh. more people should do that. You can mute out the clutter. Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh my God. Like, look, look at all this behind me. You you literally look like it's like a clothing boutique right there. Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. And Charlie's like yell, bright yellow jersey from last year. Lovely. Ooh. It really just ties the room. You know those um like reels where it's like, and then I saw the most hideous. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already clicked record because I'm like, knowing us, we're just gonna start like diving into something and like just having a conversation. And then I'm gonna be like, Oh God! I didn't <laughs> yeah, but hi, hi, hi! It's so good to see your faces. Oh my God, are you in a roll, a swingy chair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. You both are. Oh. Like, <laughs> I know. I was mom. gonna be like, I'm gonna throw up after this call. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, what is going on with you guys? I guess Emma, like, where are you in Montreal already, or where are you? No, so I'm still at home right now. Mitchell went to Montreal last, last Wednesday. Last, thank you. Wow, thank you. <laughs> last I Wednesday. I remember because I was in the car. <laughs> yeah, but my days are seriously all over. Like, I thought we were recording yesterday, so. And um, Brittany thought we were recording an hour ago because the time difference. Oh, yeah it's just one like it's like I remember like two and three hours but because it's one I keep forgetting and I was literally like it hit me in the face and I was like thank god I'm free we actually have people doing a tour of this house um right now because the guy that built it um they're like a prospective client so he's like hey can we come show them the house and uh so but I thought it was like we were going to be in the clear so they're here right now so I was like if you want to come in the bedroom just knock on the back door I'll sneak out to another room it'll be good we don't need to stop the podcast (laughs) (laughs) I well I had to start doing everything in eastern time even though I'm not in eastern time because when I first did the podcast I was always doing it in the person's time zone but then I was getting so confused because I was in Europe and there's different time zones in Europe too so I'm like okay I just need to like pick eastern because everybody knows that yeah (laughs) Yeah, and then I'm like and then hopefully there's no confusion yeah so wait so you're in Michigan no I'm in Oxbridge you're in where 
like our hometown, my hometown. What is it called? Uxbridge. Oh, Uxbridge. Okay, I thought you said something else. <laughs> yeah, so he left last week, but he's in a hotel. And yeah, well, I'm not staying in a hotel for a month. So I was like, I'm just going to wait till camp's over and then I'll go. So are you waiting to hear like if he's going to stay there? Yeah. Okay. If he doesn't, then what's the option? He goes to the AHL team or? or... Yeah, he would go to the AHL team, but then he has to clear waivers again. So I like the possibility of being anywhere again. So I was just like, I'm going to stay here. You get all situated down there and then we'll figure things out in a month. Britt, you just got to Dallas less yeah. than a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which yeah. is so exciting that you guys signed a two year for anybody that's listening. Yes. Yeah. Big. That's, that's big news. Yeah, yeah, big, big. <laughs> Especially like every, when I was like helping you out on here, we were um, obviously, as everyone knows, just all over the map. <laughs> traded twice last season, so like Emma's talking, and I'm just like nodding. And I mean, obviously, we've texted about it, but I'm just like, man, oh man, I literally. And it's such a good idea for you to stay in Uxbridge because, like, when I stayed last year in Michigan versus going to New Jersey with him it like, it was such a nice, like, so it ended up being three months, but um, it was such a nice time by myself and just to like hang with the dog and like feel independent. And like, obviously you can see your family and stuff. And yeah, it's so much better. Cause like, who wants to live in a hotel? Not like, no. and that's what I said. And I was like, you know what? I'll take this time. I started school this week. So I'm busy with that. I'm teaching again. And then like, I'll just prioritize like my home friendships. Cause we don't get that for so much of the year. And then when I go away, I'll be like fully present there, but that's so nice. I, cause I feel like it also gives you kind of like a sense of control. Like you're like, I'm deciding to do this. Like I'm doing exactly. this, I'm making this choice and I get to do this. And it gives you like some sort of like grounding in the whole like chaos, you know? Oh, we lost that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Did you hear what I said? No. Now I can't remember. I'm not going to be able to repeat that. Said, you said, <laughs> no worry, guys, you got it. Devin said, <laughs> come on. Even, it's not even funny, but you said, it's nice that you can make that decision for yourself and feel grounded because you have control over it versus like being at the mercy of whatever Montreal decides. So exactly. And like I, my anxiety is so much better because I'm in control of what I can be in control of right now. What's been going on this summer? Like explain where you guys have been like okay we gotta start with Brittany because her summer's been pretty exciting okay yeah let's start with Brittany it's been um obviously crazy like I don't even know where to start um I guess just it's it's funny and I think you and I were texting about this Dev how like our wedding wasn't until midway through the summer like midway through July so that's actually like very close to um you know August, which is the last month. And then September they leave. And, uh, so it kind of sucked because, um, the whole two months leading up to the wedding that we were home was 100% wedding. I would just sit at my kitchen table and like, cause we didn't have an office in our other house. We just never got around to it. And like, my shoulders were like up to my ears at the end of the day. And I'm just like typing and doing <laughs> stuff. And yeah, then we went on our honeymoon, which was really nice. But then we got back and I was like, holy shit, it's August. We had a wedding the first weekend of August, like in New York city. So like destination, even though it's within the States and, uh, yeah. So it really felt like we only had like a few weeks just to relax. Um, and even in that time we were trying to look for places in Dallas. So it's been one of those summers that just, it it doesn't even feel like it. (laughs) After you get married, you're on such a high 
that you're like in such a good mood. Like you're so happy. Like the, you're just like replaying your wedding and then you go on a honeymoon and then like, that's like cloud nine. And then you come back. There's actually like post-wedding blues. Like that's a thing. People get legit depressed after their wedding's over because like you're riding this high for weeks and then it's like, Oh, back to reality. Yeah, totally. And I knew about that too, obviously just through friends and others. And I was trying to remind myself, like, you know, like now's the good part. Like, obviously you're married and stuff, but I felt that especially too, like, since I planned everything myself, it was even more just like, well, like I was really happy that we were kind of like, obviously still had the, like just stuff to like put my energy into that was wedding before, because yeah, it's just, it's crazy how quick it's just over. Like that's it. I do have to order thank you cards though. So that's still something oh. I gotta do. <laughs> no, but that's the thing because you planned it and then you put all like a year over a year of like planning into yeah. it. And then it was like, the day was over and you're like, okay, so now what? Yeah. <laughs> like it was amazing, but like, you're like, holy crap, it's done. I know. I know. I wish Devin could have made it. I know I had such bad FOMO. You freaking looked like stunning. I was texting Emma because like the day of your wedding, no one's no one oh. I followed was posting pictures and you obviously right. weren't resharing anything because you're not on your phone. And I'm, Emma's posting pictures of like her with guests at the wedding. And like, I'm like, where is Brittany? I need to see <laughs> like, I know. Like, D- that, DM them to me or something. Cause I'm like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. It was, I think my friends know too. Like I'm very kind of like, like not secretive, but I guess like just private when it comes to that stuff. So I was kind of like, Oh, I don't want to like post. So I feel like everyone was very quiet that day on their phones. Like none of my friends had it, which was good because we got to spend time together. But um, yeah, it was definitely like a very hard launch when like the first photo came because there was nothing. That's what I said. And I was like, at the, like everybody was like phones away. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to take any pictures of her. Like I'll let her, this be like when she's ready to post them. So that I like didn't post anything other than everything other than you. <laughs> like where's where what's happening is this her wedding still did she run away (laughs) like is this still on did this happen did they go through with this event yeah no just decided to cancel it sorry I'm getting kicked out oh that's okay we need like a tour of your just your casual abode for the season you guys are just renting right yeah so um I don't know if I told you um like this on the pod it's fine um who I'm renting from but um we're renting from the Coleman's like Jordan like like their home that they built in Texas yeah <laughs> their home is insane we were looking at buying in um Texas and you know I feel like you see things um and you hear things about Texas just about how cheap it is um so like the income tax is nothing, but then they get you with the property tax. Like we were looking at this like bungalow, like it was a modern bungalow and it was like over 30 grand for the property tax for the year. And we're just like, this is insane. I feel like when you see, cause I, I'd always see like videos of like mansions and everyone's like, Oh, Texas, it's all, it's all so big there. It's also cheap, but that's like very rural. Whereas like we have to be close to the city, obviously. Yeah. So- their house is like uh, 20 minutes outside of the city, which is fine because we love the suburbs. We, I was getting very discouraged. And, you know, even on our honeymoon, we were kind of like, I tried to limit it, but we, we had a real estate agent looking for us and he kept finding us these homes and I, I, we weren't getting excited about them. And because we just bought our Michigan house last summer, the uh, capital gains, if we were to sell our Michigan house to 
by the Dallas house, which it was looking like we would need to do, we would have got slapped. Like it would have been like, we would have lost out on a lot, a lot of money. And we don't want to sell Michigan because yeah. And then I was going to say, and then you lose your home base as well. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. And not to mention like, I, you know, could we do Texas if we had a house with a pool? Maybe, but like, it, like, no. <laughs> yeah. When you're Canadian and you're used to like Michigan weather, which is the same as Canada. I'm like, that's a huge like shift to start spending summers here. So it was not looking good. And so then our real estate agent actually was like a good guy. And he just said, look, like, obviously I would love the commission if you guys were to buy a house, but he's like, it sounds like you guys should look into renting. And, you know, because we have a house now and for a while we've been like, Oh, renting, you're just throwing away money. But I'm like, we were going to throw away so much more to capital gains if we did that. So we started to um, just look at things. And um, so Scott and Blake um, Coleman, they were teammates in New Jersey. And then obviously um, we were all together in Tampa when they won the cup the first year with uh, Emma and Mitch too. And um, so Scott had always joked with Blake because they would always post stories of this house being built. And we're like, okay, that's a freaking sick house. Like, (laughs) And, um, which is, I mean, he's had a great (laughs) build yourself a nice house. And, um, so yeah, he, uh, Scott messaged Blake and was like, so I know we've joked about this, but he's like, you know, if you guys want, cause I said to him, I was like, don't like, we have to be ready for disappointment because, they might not even just want anyone living in there. You know, especially because it's brand new and they've hardly even lived in it. Yeah, Yeah, they've lived in it for like a month. So I get get that. I'm like, you know, they might just say, hey, you know what? We kind of want it to be new for us. But anyways, Scott messaged him and he was like, yeah, he's like, I'll look into it. So yeah, um, they were able to rent because I guess there's certain like laws in Texas where like you might not be able to rent it. Um, So yeah, so it's, it's incredible. Like I'm obsessed with it. And, um, you know, we have like a pool, so it's just, it's like, feels very, um, you know, it's, it's a stunning house. So can, can we plan, like, can we come visit you at the same time? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, rooms. <laughs> I do actually, there's only funnily enough because like, and we understand this because we're all in the same boat, but they only have like a guest bedroom so they've got like empty bedrooms they've got like a bed on the floor for their older toddler but there's literally just one bed in a bedroom and I was like I feel that that's literally the I same feel part. that yes yeah. wait side note Britt that room is super echoey is it do you want me to move yeah I think so because it's just kind of like I think because the ceilings are so high when you're talking my like headphones are vibrating so I can t- I just don't want your um sound oh, to be yeah. like all dubbed yeah. No, it actually, it's funnily enough, it sounded really nice too. Maybe. You've said the word funnily twice today. What? Is that a word? I don't think that's I'm a word. Sure. <laughs> funnily enough, look it up, you guys. You're the teacher, Emma. I know, I should know. Guess what? Funny, English, no, you would say funny enough, not funnily. funnily. Funny enough. No. She's like, no, funnily. <laughs> okay, I'm back in the original room. Okay, that's that's much better. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's funny though. It sounded really good to me, but I could see with the, like it, because I had the door shut, I was like, Ooh, my voice sounds crisp, but for the computer, I could see how that. Well, went. it's like when you're in the shower and you yeah. like think your voice sounds like, you know, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> like not that long ago, I thought I was like, cause I play the piano. So I was like, maybe I can sing. So I tried to record myself singing because I sing in the shower. I heard it back and I was like, I'm never doing that again. I can't sing. 
get your uh, keyboard out or piano out and let's hear yeah, some right tunes. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be a test of your voice if you want to, if you want to do it for us. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're getting settled. Yeah. And it I all mean, worked out, which is so perfect. Like renting from another hockey family could not be more ideal. Yeah. That's exactly what we did in Arizona last year too. And, you know, they were great. And I'm like, we're so clean as it is. Um, And then obviously our dogs are hypo. So it's just, yeah, I feel like. And they have a doodle too. So yeah. And they have two kids. So we're like, automatically we don't have kids. So it'll be, you know what I mean? I feel like when, I don't know, because we rent our house out too. And it's like, when you know someone and know that they're going to like respect your house even if they have dogs, it's like, well, they're going to respect our house. But it's like, if like random, like Billy Bob wants to rent my house with two dogs, I'm like, absolutely not because they're not going to care about it the same way. So it is like perfect. If you find someone that like literally matches your exact timeline, there's definitely like a level of respect. Like I was going working, like, Oh, even though we took care of the house the whole year, I was like, throwing up I was so nervous when the other people got back like I was just like did I leave it clean enough and Scott's like Britt like you literally like it was sparkling and then they got home of course and they're like oh my gosh you guys can rent from us if you're ever back in Arizona which hopefully we're done with one place please (laughs) I was like you know what maybe at the end of his career we'll retire there because he's definitely built up like a good rapport like when you just like an old goalie and they need to throw him in for a couple games we'll go to (laughs) and and that would be a great lifestyle Absolutely. Yeah. That's where everyone's One final at. hurrah. Just yeah. when he signed with Dallas again, there was a bunch of Arizona fans tweeting and they're like, we know he's going to be back. <laughs> Wait. Oh my God. I forgot to tell you this. Okay. So I was on the plane. Where was I coming back from? I was with Charlie hmm. and Crosby. I think we were coming back from California, but Charlie's wearing like a bunch of like CCM stuff, which like any person wouldn't recognize or see but there was like this dad behind us with like two little boys and he was like are you a hockey player and for some reason Charlie always gets like really like shy when people ask him that he's like oh yeah like like he like doesn't want to like come off like I don't know like cocky yeah, or, like, like yeah like, I, I'm a pro hockey player yeah like, I play professional hockey yeah. or whatever <laughs> so he's always like so awkward I'm like own it like it's more awkward that you're being so awkward like so he's like yeah Um, he's like, oh, cool. What team do you play for? He's like, oh, I play in Europe, whatever. We started talking. I think he might've been wearing his Idaho Steelheads hat anyways, but it, it, we wound up talking and then he was like saying that they're huge Dallas fans. And this was like literally maybe three or four days after you guys had signed a two-year. And, um, I was like, oh my gosh, one of my good friends just signed a two-year. Her husband is the goalie. And he's like, oh, Wedgwood, right? New. So like they follow it super closely. And then the little boys were like, oh, like they knew who you were like, oh yeah, Scott Wedgwood. And I'm like, what the heck? It's kind of scary too, because like, imagine if I was like shit talking you, which I would never do, but like, who the heck knows who's like sitting behind you that can like know someone that knows someone. It's like, there's always people around. Absolutely. It's such a small world. Yes. I'm just saying, like, you gotta be, you gotta <laughs> like, be careful. That I used to do the podcast with. She keeps coming back. I keep trying yeah. to keep can't get rid of her. I, I know. She's <laughs> such a bitch. <laughs> but no, I meant to te- text you about that and I forgot, but I feel like yeah. our texts are so sporadic. It's like, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Voice memo for like a day straight and then nothing for a few days. And then, yeah, it's great. I know. <laughs> I know. That's just the way like it goes. So yeah. Emma, you got a degree, a, an yes. additional degree this summer. 
Which yeah, is so I graduated teacher's college last summer, but I never got a uh, graduation because of COVID. So for either of my degrees. So I, we did just like a home celebration this year because my actual graduation was then. So that was really fun. And then I started school again to do my master's. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Busy. Yeah, but I'm excited. It keeps me like really busy this year, which is nice, especially when like I know Mitchell will probably have like an up and down year. So it, it's, it'll be nice. But yeah, we had a really great summer too. Do you know what grade you want to teach? I don't want to teach. That's why I'm doing my master's. Oh, okay. So what, yeah, what do you want I want to do? do like, I want to work more on the like admin side of things. Um, I'm doing it. So it's my master's of education in developmental psychology. So I'd love to be like a school psychologist. Ooh. Yeah. Something like along that lines. You'd be good at that. Yeah. That's I just really cool. see myself like in a classroom forever. Like I think I could do it for 10 years. Then I'd be like, okay, I need a change. So right now I'm not working full time. I'm like, why wouldn't I just keep going? Like, that's awesome. Right. It's so cool. And it's different. And every year would be like different new clients. And yeah, I think it just opens up a lot more doors for me. You can have such an impact like on like they're so impressionable. And even like, and you know, like my high school guidance counselor came to my wedding. Like we all took a photo with her. She was like our Oxford secondary school, high school guidance counselor. She became like a third mom to me. She wasn't even actually my assigned one, but I just like chose her. Yes. Oh, no, that's, that's why so I see cool. myself as like guidance counselor, school psychologist, or like working on the admin side to like creating the curriculum and like modifying the curriculum in different ways. I think that's more my passion than like being a teacher full time. Yeah, yeah, that is so cool. So that's pretty oh exciting. Gosh. But it'll be another busy, it's a year and a half. So it's an accelerated master's. So it's like I go all through the summer. So I'm going to be exhausted by the end. But it's good. I got nothing else really going on right now. So, <laughs> so during the season, are you still like doing that full time or is it just the summers? No, f- during the season. Okay. So I started this semester. So I do fall, winter, summer, fall, and then I graduate. Okay. Well, that'll go by fast. And it's nice to have something to keep you busy that whole time too. Exactly. And I only have like synchronous classes where I have to be online on Mondays. So I have like really long Mondays, like eight hour days of class, but then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is all asynchronous. So I just do it at my own pace. Like you have to watch in person, like you have to be live, like they can see if you're online or something. Um, No, not even for the asynchronous. It's like complete at your own pace. Oh, okay. Which is really nice. <laughs> it just makes me think, have you heard of those? Like <laughs> where you have to be like clocked in for work and they can see it what how many things you've clicked on so people are like doing like their laundry and they're just like clicking clicking on random things (laughs) that's me during like when I have to be online and they can see if I'm online or not for like eight hours a day I'm like moving my mouse a little bit I'm like computer don't die (laughs) yeah nice to start the week too with like just I I did that in school too like try and load up Monday because you're like no one likes Mondays just do all the hard shit that day and then I also like in the hockey world I'm like there's rarely games on Mondays yeah true so, like I'm yeah. not missing a whole lot yeah but were you guys hoping to go back to Detroit yeah uh yeah for sure so Mitchell was um restricted he was a restricted free agent to Detroit and we definitely thought we were going to be back there as much as you could think in the hockey world but we really wanted to be back there we both loved living there we loved the people it was just like, it felt like a really good fit for us, but then he had just another injury Britain season and 
they just were not willing to take another gamble on him, which totally makes sense. And it's how it goes. It's a business, right? So yeah, yeah that was a tough pill to swallow. The only good thing was we got the call, um, I think three or four days before it got announced. So we had a lot of time, just like the two of us to digest it and then like immediate family. So that when it did come out, we felt like, you know, cause so many people reach out to you and it's always very overwhelming, but yeah. So we had a couple of days to digest it, like just the two of us, which was really nice. Yeah. And then his agents like got to work and we signed Montreal pretty quick after, but like that alone was stressful. Like teams were working so fast. And so like, I remember it was like 1134. I like remember it to the T and it was so <laughs> late at night and like his agents calling him being like, this team has said this, like this team will offer you this, like, where do you want to go? Like, we think you should do this. And I was like, it's 11 o'clock at night. Like, do people not sleep? Like, can we deal with this at like 7am? But yeah, so it was just a whirlwind, but yeah, we were pretty upset about not being back in Detroit. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I saw like they signed Tara from Nashville, her husband, and she's going yeah. there. So I was like, oh my God, they're going to be together. Like, that's so fun. And I was like, I oh. I didn't realize, like, I thought you guys were going back there this year. So, but I know it's like, I think because we were restricted, we, there were like, they held his rights. So we kind of thought we were, um, unless they chose to not sign him, which is what they decided to do, which is totally fine again. But it was just, I think we both got a little too excited. It was kind of a good reminder for us to like, don't let, don't get too attached to anything because you don't know, but We'll, we'll definitely keep in contact with the people there. Three of them are getting married this upcoming summer. So like, we'll see them a bunch and yeah, they're just really close friends, but how it goes, I guess. I know it's hard when you like love the people and the team and the city and you're like really comfortable there because you just feel like you have no say in the situation. Like it's, it's easy if you're kind of like, it was fine, but could use a fresh start but then it's like would yeah, you like really find that place for us yeah yeah exactly yeah but I, he was the same too like Detroit was even through the injury was like I think the happiest he's been in hockey and so it was just a, it was I felt like it was just a good fit for us like in yeah. every way possible it was four hours from home so like if he was on the road for any long times I could go home my mom helped so much with like the dog too oh yeah yeah got kicked out of the country for a bit <laughs> <laughs> what Please elaborate. So what happened was, oh, are you going to save it? No, 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 no. I, I just love it. Cause obviously as Canadians, like you do, you literally are just like, when are they're going to come kick me out at some point? At I know. some point in time. So what happened was I didn't realize, like truly I didn't realize how long I had been in the States, but because we were in Tampa so late, I got COVID. So I had to stay even later. And then we came back. I want to say it was like, end of June like when I ended up getting home it was end of June from the season because it was so late so then I was only home for six weeks before we went to Detroit but I was like I was home my time reset I'm all good like they know I'm Canadian I'm in school I was working here so I was like it's fine so I went to Detroit had no issues was kind of going back and forth and that was my thing too I was coming back home like pretty often like Every other weekend, I'd probably come home for a couple nights, see my family, whatever. And then I'd go back because it was so close. One time, it was um, all-star break and we were going to Florida. So I was driving across the border to drop the dog off with my mom rather than like leaving him with a sitter in Detroit. 
And I came to go back into the country and they were like, um, no, you, you've stayed too long here. You can't get in. And I was like, what? You're like, I'm going to Florida. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I have a trip. I'm, I'm flying out 24 hours. Like I'm coming back into the, (laughs) but then yeah, they pulled me into questioning. I was in questioning for two hours. They like take your phone from you. They go through your wallet. They go through your bank statements. Like they go through your phone. Like it's horrible. It was, I was bawling my eyes out. I'm like, I'm not a criminal. And like everybody in the room has to like, they just yell at you from like behind their desk. So everybody in the room knows why you're there. And I know why everybody else is there. And everybody's like, they had undeclared firearms and they were smuggling drugs and they had $10,000 over what they claimed. And I'm like, I stayed for two extra days. <laughs> Long here. Oh, yeah, that was pretty tough. They ended up, we like worked around the system, classic hockey world. We said that because Mitchell's foot was broken, we got the team doctor to write a note saying that I was his 24 hour caregiver. And like he was fully walking and like independent at that time, but he showed up to the border with his boot on and like on his crutches and he was like, fit, like milking it. And I left my, I hope no border agents ever listen to this podcast. It's just about to win an Emmy right now for like the best performance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're helping someone with a future situation. So it's right? okay. <laughs> so I left my car in a parking garage across the border in Canada. He came over and got me. We tried to go across together. They questioned, they pulled us both in and questioned us both. And they gave me 30 days to stay. And then I had to go home for two months. Yeah. So I was allowed to stay for 30 days. So I got my all-star break in. We went to Florida <laughs> and then I Priorities. Up- you're like, I cannot miss this trip. And if you do not let me go, like shit's going to hit the fan. Like I'm going to go to Bahamas <laughs> or something first. <laughs> I'm getting- yeah. And then I went home for two months and then I ended up going back for just like the very end of the season, but that was my year. So I guess signing a Canadian team is not the worst thing because I'm pretty sure I'm flagged at the border. So <laughs> I mean, Mitchell could make it a little bit easier for you. Oh, trust me. Well, I was hoping it was an American team. I was like, what is happening? That literally happened to me the Syracuse year. And I had stayed in Canada. I went home for a month, but the guy, he was actually a very, I won't call him a dick because he was a very like fair guy. Like he wasn't. Oh, must that, be nice. Also wasn't like, mean. <laughs> like I was like, okay. So he's just like very like rule book. And he just kind of said, he was like, you have been in the States for 11 months out of like 12 calendar months. And I was like, yes. And he's like, and now you're trying to seek another year. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Okay. And and he was mad. It was like the Tampa lawyer that wrote a note requesting a year. So luckily he said, like, I think he felt good about the fact he's like, I'm not giving you a year. He's like, I'll give you six months to get your shit together. But he looked at Scott. So maybe I should like give you this guy's like info. He looked at Scott and he said, are you going to marry her? And it was so funny. And Scott was like, yeah, I mean, could have been awkward, right? If he like, wasn't sure. He was like, yeah. And he's like, I suggest you just like get engaged. Cause he's like, at least then she can stay for like on a fiance's visa. And he's like, then once you marry, she can piggyback and it's all good. And he like, anyway, so it was like, not that, I mean, Scott didn't need a push, but I was just like, all right, like, let's just do it. And that's that season. Um, obviously when I revealed it, um, <laughs> on a podcast, that's when we got married in March. Cause I was like, all right, well, yes, we did get married cap. I know. 
Um, <laughs> I thought that was my dog for a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a chain reaction though. Um, but yeah, that's when we got married. It was like my time was we got married like a week before it expired. <laughs> oh that's my god. That's pretty gosh. much what we said we were like gonna do. Like if it continued and like I wasn't gonna be allowed in, we were like, I mean, it doesn't leave us with many options other than me staying here. But like some part of me just felt so wrong that like I don't want to put the pressure on him for the purpose of a visa. I was like, I really do want it to be so authentic. So I'm glad it didn't ever have to turn out to be that because I, I don't know I think I'd always just question it like would he have done this if like we didn't have the visa whereas now I just know it'll be like when we're both ready yeah well, for sure ready, I'm ready but when yeah. he's ready I guess and I feel comfortable saying this to you because I know you guys are gonna get engaged and get married <laughs> but every time I see like any sort of like cute photo it's like Emma Winnetou I'm like like, I think it's like an engagement post. Like when you posted those family photos with your dog and everything, I was like, like scrolling through, like swiping. Right, right just <laughs> so I originally had the caption as one thing. And I had in the matter of like, I think 10 minutes, I had 18 DMs asking if we were engaged 18. And I was like, I'm just going to change the caption to not an engagement post so that nobody DMs me anymore. The caption wouldn't be like, I think it was I adore you and I was like I would have done something related to an engagement so it was yeah good. but Weird. people did not get the message what about like the classic my forever person yeah oh my god <laughs> I have a list in my phone of captions for the, for the day that's never coming apparently I'm kidding I feel like everybody does that like my forever insert here valentine yeah mm, a little cheesy for me but yeah I agree Brittany have you done that no, I prefer, I mean, maybe I haven't thought about older folks. Scott and I are very like, we, tr- well, we try to be, we, we try to be like Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Like you can scroll and on none of my photos has Scott ever done like a hard eyes. It's always something picking me apart, which is actually better because then his head gets all big. Cause he gets like a bunch of likes on it. <laughs> he, he does. So he, he actually does the same thing to me. Yeah. All of his comments are like so witty. Yeah. You're not special. <laughs> He's dating me too. <laughs> the best, the best one that he just did. Um, I posted a birthday thing for him in August, and I, I was trying to be cute and okay. I wasn't thinking mathematically about it, but I was like, can't wait to celebrate the next fifty birthdays with you. And he's turning thirty, and so he comments something like, "The next fifty. If anyone wants to know how I die, it's she's killing me when I'm eighty years old." <laughs> And I was like, okay, I, I didn't want to say like spend forever. Exactly. Like I was probably trying to avoid like, yeah. spend, I'll spend the next 50, but I started to say that as a joke. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't, if someone's saying this or someone listening could get offended if they've made that their caption, but I'm like, that's a little like much maybe for me. I'm like, we all know, like, yeah. that's forever. I mean, like, you don't get engaged. You're married with the hopes of spending two years together. Like come on. <laughs> my forever wedding date. That one yeah. is like, yeah, let's just not no no don't worry guys I'll text you when it happens for uh caption ideas yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, we'll we'll give you our honest feedback I want to text what'd you You say FaceTime I want to FaceTime I don't want to okay sorry sorry I'll FaceTime you pretty sure it was gonna happen this summer too but then I think about it and I was like I I think we both just want to be in a really good place in our individual lives and I think I'm there in like my career and my schooling, but he's not quite there with his career yet. So like, I get it. I'm like, we just want to be at really good places when it happens. And like, it was a stressful summer and then things didn't go how we wanted it to with like the signings. We were like, I was like, you know what, let's do it. when we can really celebrate and both feel like so happy with ourselves. 
I mean, I appreciate you being honest about it. Cause I think every person that's like not engaged that wants to be engaged that like, I mean, I've gone through it. I'm sure Brittany, you've gone through it. Like in your head, you're thinking like, could this be this time? Or could this be this time? Like, I remember before Charlie and I got engaged and it starts to creep up around the time where you're like, okay, like this is going to happen soon. Like for us, we had been together for four years. I'm like, I know he's going to do it soon. And then we were like going on vacation. So I'm like, and we had looked at rings and you're anticipating like, do I need to like change out of my sweatpants for this occasion or (laughs) it's just like funny. Everything we do now, that's where my mind goes to for sure. Like pictures. I'm like, I set them all up. Like I did everything, but I was like, maybe he'll take the opportunity. I don't know. (laughs) Or like we went out to like a nice dinner before he like left for Montreal. I'm like, I don't know. It's a nice, it's a nice place. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You can never be too, too sure. But I feel like then if they know that you are like that, he's going to probably do it when you like least expect it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like you guys are like in sweatpants, like watching a movie. (laughs) Undocumented. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I'm like shoving food in my mouth and he'll be down on one knee. Like, what do I do? Spit it out? Like before Charlie and I got engaged, we, it was at the PHPA meetings. Did I tell you guys this? No. Wait, was it ice cream? Yes. I did tell you this. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I remember saying this. I don't think I said this on the podcast. We were at the PHPA meetings and then I was like, oh, this is like a good opportunity to like go to the Bahamas. So we like wound up going on a cruise after. And he had told me that his plan was to propose on the cruise because he thought we had a balcony off of our cruise room. Room. Yeah. So then anyway, when, when we were like, before the trip, he was like asking me questions like, oh, so like, is like, I don't know. Anyways, he learns that there's no balcony. So he's like, shit, (laughs) which was his plan. Like the whole time I'm like, like the PHPA meetings were in Orlando and we wound up, um, driving to I think near Tampa like St. Petersburg for the day and we like spent the day at the beach and he was just being so nice like just like overly like get whatever you want on the menu like she'll have a glass of wine like just like I'm like this is like something's up like you never do this and um what do you do what what did I do what what's happening yeah like I wasn't suspicious but I was like geez like (laughs) and then he's like begging me to go like watch the sunset with him I'm like no, I want to go. Like, I don't want to be driving back in the dark. Like it's fine. Like whatever. Anyways, we wound up going, but I got, we went and got ice cream right before. And like, he's like, of course you choose the blue dyed ice cream. So my entire mouth, tongue and teeth were like bright, like cookie monster blue. And then I go, and of course he like proposes to me. What was the flavor (laughs) of the ice cream? It was like cookies and cream and cookie dough dyed blue. Okay. So like I, I had to get Are you the person that's getting bubblegum ice cream? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> not a bubblegum girl. Okay. He did not anticipate that was going to play out like that, but it, it happened that way. So, I mean, it's funny now I'll send, I don't, I'll have to send you guys a picture if you haven't seen it, but yeah, my whole entire mouth was bright blue. No, I haven't seen it. You got to show me that. Brittany, did you, t- did you say on the podcast last time where you guys got engaged? No, I, I don't think I did. It's a whole story. We need another podcast for what is <laughs> a whole ass day. 2000 years later. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we, 
But I will say it was kind of nice because I kind of was thinking, okay, it's going to be soon, um, like that summer. And um, yeah, I, I had invited two of my um, university friends um, to come visit me in Michigan. And it was their first time, even though we've been living there for years, but it was a- I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <gasps> that photo are you crying because you're happy this is before you're kidding (laughs) five minutes before charlie popped the question is that after no this is like before oh my god so yeah anyway sorry to interrupt you no it's worth it um (laughs) um but yeah, he just like, like railroaded. I had like an itinerary plan. My friends were driving tw- ten, 10 hours from um, Ottawa to Michigan, um, like such a long drive. They got in at like 2.30 in the morning. We were living in a condo at the time. So like I had to wake up, go let them in. And um, he was just like very insistent, even though it was a late night for all of us. He's like, yeah, we're going to get breakfast like early tomorrow. And I was like, don't you want my friends to like sleep in? Like they've kind of driven like the whole time. He was like, and they were like so chipper. They're like, no, like we want to go like blah, 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 early start. And I had this whole itinerary planned and he just created like a whole day. So definitely it was the same thing. Like he was treating us to like, like it was <laughs> I, won't elaborate, I won't elaborate on this episode but but it was like so so many activities like he was treating us to everything and it was the same thing like we were looking at each other well actually I should say I lived with these girls for five years and they are I was so impressed with their ability to ability to lie to me because <laughs> I kept looking at them and I was like do you guys know what's going on like is he gonna propose and I knew that they, that they were looking me in the eye. They're like, no, like we have no idea. And I like, once he did propose, I was like, y'all are scary. Like that is great. <laughs> I don't years. trust you guys at all. <laughs> yeah, They were, they were very committed. Um, but yeah, so literally our day started at like, like I went for a run at seven, but then, you know, our breakfast started at like eight or eight 30 and we were out that night until three 30 in the morning. Like we stayed out to the bars. So it was just like a, the whole day he had like, um, it was like a scavenger hunt around Birmingham, which is where Emma and Mitch, just, uh, just a random scavenger hunt. It was like, no, no, no. It was like nails. Yeah. yeah. Outfit. I know I'm trying, I'm literally trying to summarize, but it's getting longer than the actual day. He put this together or you organized this? No, oh no, no, no. He planned this. I had no, I had no idea. He had minions helping him, like our other friends that were on the People red hiding side. in bushes. Yeah. Yep. We had, yeah. I can go into detail on another episode if you would like, but I'm trying to spare for time. Sake. Oh my god, we'll have to. That is like like going in like in a flower <laughs> field, flower farm. Yeah, it was like it's actually like they use it as like a private school now, but it's like this gorgeous, it's called Cranbrook, Cranbrook Gardens in Birmingham. And it's just open to the public. I, I don't know about all the time, but this night it was open to the public. And it literally looked like an episode of The Bachelorette. Like I met him, I think around six or 5:30 or six. And he was standing there in this like field of flowers, just wait, and the girls just like pushed me down and I just like walked on towards him. So Obviously, like as the day went on and there was like note cards being passed to me, I was kind of like, if this isn't a proposal, this is a huge mislead. Um, but yeah. With so- a professional photographer, like it was, yeah. 
I'm yeah. also like literally LOLing to myself because I'm sitting here like saying Charlie's like order anything on the menu and Brittany's like Scott treated me and my friends to like and that, manicures, pedicures. That's how we knew. We were like looking, well, they knew, but I was, and I was like, okay, maybe he would treat me and that would still be amazing to a whole day of this shit. But he was treating like my friends. They got all the same stuff. I was like, can other friends of my friends do that when they propose that I can get my hair done? (laughs) Yeah. Like I'll have somebody pay for my nails. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so Um, funny. Emma's going to be like, Mitch, listen to this part of the podcast specifically. She'll be like, I'll go with uh, Devin's. (laughs) Tune into 45 minutes right there. (laughs) Exactly. You know what, Emma, you can get the highest price item on the menu. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I will take I'll the cheapest price item on the menu. There's <laughs> anything. I'll just go to dinner. It's fine. Devin, I haven't heard about you though. Like what's happening in your world? Oh my gosh. You're home even... right now. I'm home. I'm seven months pregnant now. We don't have a contract. Uh, what else? I just launched my kids boutique. So that's been busy. We're kind of just like in that, or we're going to Napa this weekend actually for a wedding, oh which is our first, my first time ever away was when we went to, Na- or when I went to Nashville, but we've never been away together. So that'll be nice. I wish I could like have some wine, but it's okay. And we're yeah. staying at like a nice hotel and there's a pool. I'm like, perfect. That's kind of like a little baby moon. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I know it's like mid-September and Charlie's like going to be cleared early October. I do have that in my head. I don't want to like stress and be anxious about it now because like, what's that going to do, you know? But I'm also like not fully prepared to like leave my house and go somewhere. And just because, well, I guess your guys are at training camp or whatever, it's already started. But for Europe, everyone's been there for probably like a month and a half now because the season starts early. So we're basically just waiting on like injury spots to open up. And when that happens, because the season already started, like we have to go within like a week, just being pregnant, having a toddler, knowing I have this house to pack up, even though we do rent it as an Airbnb, so we can leave like a handful of stuff. Like we don't have to like strip it bare, but it's just like, yes, I'm not ready, you know? No. And the anxiety of the unknown or the anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so are you and, hoping to give birth in North America or would you go? No, well, I, I would prefer that, but yes. that's just not probably not, not going to happen. Yep. So it's like, I, that's another thing is like, we have to get there by probably mid-October. I mean, I can technically fly till early November, but like, I don't want to, are you, she's frozen like that. Can you see that? Oh my God. <laughs> frozen you're literally frozen like this no it was like the epitome of like you get told news and you're just like (laughs) I was trying to I was like trying to screenshot it really fast it was funny oh um that's weird I could hear everything but I guess I was frozen I know so I feel like sometimes that happens but yeah so waiting it out and like I've talked about this in my intro a few different times, but I recently started an online children's boutique with one of my close friends from college called Salt. 
And you can use the code ICE for 15% off your purchase. Um, this is an ongoing code. We carry sizes newborn to 6T. You can head to saltkidsboutique.com and check it out. We are currently shipping to the US and Canada, but I just wanted to let you guys know if you're shopping for maybe your little kids for the fall or if you have someone that might be having a new baby in your life or a birthday coming up for a family member. So make sure to check it out. You can follow us on Instagram, which is Salt Kids Boutique on Instagram and happy shopping. Brittany, I feel like you need to start doing that because you're actually really good at yeah. social media. It's like, like you a are, talent. For like sure. You are like even just like you're like, I feel like my comments are so lame. I'm always like, this is so cute. Like, love this. Like, but it's like, Same. that's just like what I think. And so I just right. type it, but right. you're like, so creative. Like, I always see you commenting on people that we have like, mutual, like we mutually yeah. follow. Yeah. And it's like, Brittany's comments are always just like, on and like your feed is just like so aesthetic like it's a talent I can't do it if I tried but the only thing I do is literally I just turn the brightness down because I used to really care but now I just kind of like whatever but yeah the one thing I was thinking of was maybe like I don't have like I have TikTok but I don't post on it and I was kind of like do I kind of like get in because I love like I love wedding stuff so I was like I think there's a lot of money to be made there too yeah, just like videos because I don't like you know what I mean I don't have a following on TikTok so just it would be like literally just like building it from the ground up not like about my life but just about like wedding stuff and like yeah. or whatever but it was I fun. feel like in, on TikTok you just got to find like a niche and like play off of it like hey like tying this into Nashville um I'll make this super quick do you remember the guy that was talking to us and we were on the rooftop with the wig yes <laughs> so, Jacob little Jacob who I have on Instagram and we'll DM me on time so <laughs> jokes so jokes I'm cruising along on TikTok because I've been on it more actually only because our videographer posted our wedding video on her TikTok. yes and it went like viral yeah it like semi she's actually had a few that could like millions okay, yeah. you know a, a decent amount but um but yeah so I just scrolling and Jacob little Jacob I guess just probably because like I have him not even in my phone just in my Instagram contacts but whatever um pops up on my timeline and he's got videos with like millions of likes his TikTok is called hater talk and he just like collabs on videos so he did one with one of those like um sororities and they're dancing and stuff and it's like his face beside it and he's like wow like this is uh He's like, I don't know what I do if I like what I, he's like, this is pretty scary guys. And it's just his like natural reactions, but he's so funny. But then he got banned from TikTok for like one of his videos. And he's like, I was like, are you kidding me? We're like, I'm literally scrolling and I'll see a girl's like actual vagina because she's bending over the camera, but like he gets canceled. I'm like, whatever. So, so. ridiculous. Yeah. Funny. And he's from California too. So I was like, dude, like he lives like right in Huntington beach. And Your was, ability to like meet people and keep in contact <laughs> is truly <laughs> he like I remember when like they were finding out like it's so funny all the guys they were just like so none of you are single on this trip and we're like no we're literally here because we're all dating people <laughs> like and I'm like damn it yeah and he was just like oh he's like well this makes this so much more fun he's like I don't have to impress you and it was just yeah it was fun that was a good night that kind of like vibe though upstairs is like not my vibe like I went upstairs and it was just like Boom, boom boom I was like Nashville you want like country music exactly I'm like give me the live music and then that one night when 
I don't know, someone wandered into like a packed bar. I was like, we are literally all going to get COVID in here. Like I'm out of here. Yeah. Not that I'm scared to get, I've had it now, but I'm like, I don't want to be in here and get sick. Well, like, this is, other things in this like this is disgusting. Bar. And like, we can't even talk. Like I'm like touching like shoulders with like sweaty people. Yeah. I'm like, ew. So then we went and found another place, which wound up being so fun with that live country yeah. guy. And then we yes. got to like hang out. And that was like such a fun night. Also, yeah. there's so many bars there. I'm like, why do we have to go to the most packed bar? Like that just does not sound fun to me. No. It was just so funny though, because I feel like we were all, and Rachel too, we were all in the same, like, where were yes. we like the one night we're like, Hey, like we go up to this like abandoned rooftop and just like all got water and sat there yeah. and just, yeah. <laughs> and everyone was wondering where we went and we're like, oh, we're not being clicky. We just want water and 60 <laughs> vines, 60 vines, that rooftop. And they were like, we're close. We don't sell alcohol. We were like, awesome. We just don't want ice water. Yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. Oh yeah. Oh, that was so fun. But anyway, okay. I was thinking about this cause I, had to run to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, this is a good question, but I was going to ask you, what is your intention going into this hockey season? Cause I think all three of us are at the same place where like, we haven't fully started the hockey season yet. So what are you going to take in with you this year going into a completely new and different experience? Who wants to start? I think for me, I'm going to try to go in not having expectations because I think when I do that, I wind up being very disappointed, whether that's living situations or team situations or whatever that is. Also going in late can be kind of intimidating just because you know that people have already kind of formed friendships and how am I going to fit into it? So just really just going, you know, probably with like a family first mindset, just being pregnant and having a toddler and hoping for the best. So yeah, that'll, that's mine is not having high expectations and just kind of trying to go with the flow more. My answer that I thought about so quickly. Um, I think that this season I'm going to um, like fully immerse myself in the community because I haven't really had that luxury before. Um, and I feel like obviously getting traded and you know, it happening multiple times in the same season, it really, it, it almost kind of makes you like more sheltered. Cause then I'd finally get to the place and I just be like, okay, unpack, like feel like I'm at home and then get right up and move again. So I feel like, you know, obviously a contract doesn't guarantee anything, but so long as things go well, um, I really do want to like, just find those like local coffee shops and meet new people outside of hockey. We're actually going to dinner with this couple that we met at our friend's wedding in New York city and they live in Dallas. So we're doing that tonight. So already it just like, just really making it feel like home and just not taking that for granted, I guess. So I love that. Yeah. I love that for you too. And you deserve to do that and you deserve to like have that community and it, it is sad that the chaos of the lifestyle can kind of change your mindset as to like, I don't want to invest my time and energy into people and things if I don't know if I'm going to stay, which sucks. Cause then you can't totally like enjoy it as much as you would if you have that kind of stability. So I'm glad you have that this year. It is a good, like, I even thought about it the other day, like, like we were kind of talking about, um, before, um, just with, like Instagram and stuff, I feel like there's negatives where like definitely 
when you're not on a team the whole season, it's really hard to make good friends. But on the other side, I find that I have a community of women who I've known just for like a few months and a few games, but we all keep in contact still. So it's like, it, it, that's the other good thing about it. So yeah, I'll take that as a little silver lining. Also just like good for you guys for like going in and just being fully present and where you are rather than worrying about like what could happen. Um, I think my intention for this year is I'm going to be going back and forth a lot between home and Montreal. So to be fully present when I'm there and where I'm at, rather than thinking about what's happening back home or I'm going to be busy with school. So when I get down to Montreal to like make the most of my time with the girls there, with the community, with Mitchell, and just focus on being fully present because we are in a situation where this is a one-year contract and I think we'll meet a ton of people and it'll kind of be a crazy season. So just focus on the building those relationships, no matter where we are or he is. And yeah, just being fully present in the hockey world when I'm there and fully present at home when I'm here. Guys, we we should get like tattoos or something. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That was actually like really like, I feel really good right now. That did feel good. We should encourage like people to comment their intention. Like, yes, for the hockey season. I love that. I was going to say, just echoing off you, Emma, too. You never know, like just those short seasons too. Rachel, who's one of my best friends who was in Nashville with us. We played one season together and she is like one of my best friends like ever and always will be. You never know, even if you're in a short, a place for a short amount of time, like you could meet your best friend. So. Yeah. And rather than like going and, and isolating myself to protect myself from like getting close to people, like just be present and do it and have no regrets looking back. It's okay. you guys, it's so hard having friends all over. It's like, I know just having my baby shower. I'm like, you know, it's, it's in one location where the people in that location can come. But then I'm like, I have friends like that. I love and want to be there, but it's like, this lifestyle you meet people from all over and it's like my friends are literally scattered all over the world <laughs> I just want to text you guys and be like let's go for coffee today like I oh. know we actually should though make coffees like on a time and a day that suits our schedules and just sit here and actually Fuck. catch up with we the stuff <laughs> I would love that it felt so good after hanging out with you guys and I was like legitimately like depressed after we like left each other I was like this is sad that was like my bachelorette too, like going to LA with my good friends and then having my bachelorette, all eight of us that were there. Cause I felt like I was like, okay, that was life-changing, but it was also like my bachelorette, but they were all like, there is like such a magic and being with like people who you genuinely like love, like you do. It's like, yeah, we need to do that more. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like such a serotonin boost. Like I was so yeah. happy that whole time around you guys like I really felt like the best version of myself I know that's so true I know it sounds so like corny but it's like actually true it's like when you're surrounded by people that just like get you and you know like it's almost like you don't have to explain yourself or you don't have to like feel like you have to put on a front or like justify things it's like you can literally just be yourself like I was just myself the whole time yeah the best feeling I know Yes, I would love to make a trip, especially to Dallas. Because yeah, we'll go to, you don't have to come it's back. It's a little chilly in Montreal. <laughs> Let me show you what we got. So the 